What's up, guys? Uh, Chumpy Sports Talk, Episode 7. Your host, Matt Whiteside, co-host Eric Tennant, and Nate Kincaid. Got a special guest this week, uh, Robbie Williams, coming from Charleston, West Virginia. Graduated from Charleston Catholic a couple years ago, 2019. Uh, first team All-State with 26 points a game. And second all time in school history in points and first and three pointers. Robbie, how you been, buddy? Pretty good. Appreciate you guys having me. We're 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 happy to have you on the show this week. And uh, you and Nate, I I hear you guys were pretty close in age and and played against played against each other a couple times. Oh yeah. Well, we we played against each other probably since first grade and in, in the camps and the little stars camps and then all the way up through middle school and high school, um, Charleston Catholic versus Valley. And, and Robbie's always been a ball player, that, man. So. I've always enjoyed playing playing with him and against him. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a pleasure having you on, man. We're uh, we're so excited to have you. Um, so so what you guys don't know about Robbie, um, you know he's a he's a West Virginia West Virginia native. Um, he went to Marshall for a year and then transferred to Coastal Alabama Community College. If I'm yeah, correct. yep. So, so Robbie, I got a question for you, man. Um, you know, how was the transition from playing Singway High School basketball in West Virginia? Um, how did that convert to playing at the college level? You know, how did that transition for you? Well, it was a big change, um, you know, playing Class A in West Virginia um, and then going to one of the highest levels, playing Division One Conference USA at Marshall. Oh, yeah. Guys are just so much bigger, more athletic. Um, and everybody at that level is good. You know, it's not just a couple players like in high school. Everybody can play. Um, so it was definitely tough, but it was um, definitely a good you know, experience. I, I can say, I can say right now, I have no experience at, at that type of level of basketball. But and and I can see that because especially in single way, I play I played single way as well. Um, you know, guys were there was people playing the five the five spot at like six four mm-hmm. at, at max at the max. Um, then you got you got forwards, you know, that are six nine, six ten at, at the D one level. So I can definitely see that. Sure. Well, you've got you you go to the D one level or even D two level, and you've got guards that are six three, six four. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you got point guards playing. You got well in, the, in today's game, man. You got you got point guards like six eight, six nine. Yeah. You look at hey, Cunningham at Oklahoma State right now. Then your your guards playing, you know, Class A basketball in West Virginia. Your guards are like. Five seven five eight sometimes yeah, and the games changed a lot probably from when Matt was in school to when I mean you and I were out Robbie um, because um, I think I think teams are getting more athletic now um, with the training that's that's involved um, yeah. and the coaching too the coaching is good um, and you see that a lot now especially in West Virginia there's a, there's a lot of guys that are um, you know. Emerging stars. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, For I want to sure. know your recruiting process, you know, being in the transfer portal, you know, how was that? Um, so when I decided I was going to transfer, um, it was right right when COVID started, basically, March and April mm-hmm. of last year. Um, so I couldn't visit anywhere. Um, you know, we're stuck in quarantine. All the sc- schools are closed and everything. Um, I got schools calling me, and you just have to make a decision – off of what they're telling you on the phone and what you see on the internet. Um, so it was tough. So I decided it'd be best if I went to play junior college, you know, for just a year or two, 
um, before I decide where I want to end up finishing my career. Um, plus, it'll give me a chance to get a lot of minutes, hopefully, um, this year instead of waiting to play. So, um, ba- so basically, on the bench. With, with all this uh, coronavirus stuff going on this past year, you had to make a decision on where you were transferring solely on what somebody was telling you. They could have been lying to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not- and you just took a – you just took a leap of faith and said, you know, to hell with it. I'm going here. Yeah, for sure. And 14 hours away from home. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I, that's tough. I mean, is Alabama somewhere you saw yourself playing when you were going to Charleston Catholic high school? No, definitely not. Definitely didn't see myself <laughs> going down. Were you here, at but, all? Were you worried um, about, you know, making that big of a move, that kind of big change without getting to visit? I mean, I think that would, uh, uh almost be a little frustrating. Um, yeah, for sure. It was definitely um, something I had to think about a lot. But, um, you know, when when I was hearing from Coastal Alabama, I had almost the whole team texted me, just introducing themselves, a lot of players on the team. The coaches, That's fantastic. Yeah, the, co- cool. the coaches made me feel real comfortable, um, you know, talking to me every day and everything. So and you're getting, I knew it was going to be You're getting some fit. major minutes down there right now too, correct? Yeah. Um, I started in the first 11 games. So um, playing 30, 30 minutes a game. So wow. it's definitely that's awesome. good. A lot of and that's that's pretty cool that, you know, you, you see that, you know, college coaches are letting their players get involved in the recruiting process. You know, that's probably something that – that's probably something that's rare, I, I would say, especially at that level. Yeah. You know, you – you know, it's it's a high level competition. You you want the best players that you can possibly get. Well, and, and, I, think, and I think putting your players and getting your players involved, you know, helps you get land that big player that you want. Yeah, I, I think this comes back to what we were talking about um, a couple episodes ago, fellas. Is that um, you know, are 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 you trying to be that highlight star, or would you rather go to the team where you got you know some guys that are good at a little bit of everything? And y'all, you know, kind of focus as a team to make those wins, not not just playing that that one beat player. Well, and and Nate, you said, you know, you you were touching on getting the players involved in the recruiting process. I think that has a lot to do with, you know, the coach the coach is trying to make his recruits feel at home and his current players texting his recruits, I think it, it kind of gives the recruits coming in, you know, a sense of, Hey, these guys care about the program. They care about their, the, their future teammates. Um, and, I, I and think it brings I, togetherness too. You know, absolutely. Sure. I, I, that, that's a, that's a big deal. For sure. Um, and it means a lot, especially, you know, at that level of competition. Um, but, you know, so Robbie, you're, you're the son of one of the greatest coaches that I know personally. And, you know, it, and even at the NAI level, Bob Williams. Um, what, so, a stu- you know, what a stud. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Williams is a great guy, man. Great friend of mine. Um, so, so, you know, having Coach Williams as a dad uh, growing up, um, I'm sure you were in the gym a lot with him um, and his players at Tech. Um, so what was that – what did that teach you about, you know, staying in the gym, working on your craft, and, you know, being the best part that you want to be? Yeah, Um I grew up in the gym um, at his practices every day. I was the ball boy, um, you know, all, shooting at halftime. Everybody always talks about that, seeing me shoot at halftime. And, 
Um, you know, just going even going on trips with the team. Um, and it really helped me uh, see how how good you have to be to play in college. Um, I got to see some of his his really good players um, and how hard they worked, and they helped me and showed me things. So gave me a little bit of advantage um, to see what well, college and even just college like traveling like. with the team and always being at the practices. It kind of puts things into perspective. Um, it's not just about being able to shoot the ball or handle the ball. You gotta, you gotta be there to lift the weights and, and, you know, study plays. Um, it's, it, it, there's a lot more into it than just shooting the basketball. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Rob, Robbie, I, I'd like to ask you kind of like where where is your progression going? I mean, you, you say you're in the gym a lot and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I've uh, we've all watched kind of your highlight reels and uh, seen some video of you. I mean, you look like you got a you got a killer three point shot or something. You know, um, I would like to know and you know maybe tell our fans out there like what what are you currently trying to work on the most? I mean, are you working on your ball skills? Are you working on shooting or just you know developing that size, um, you know, back in the gym or something um, like what, where, where, where's kind of your goals uh, kind of short term right now? Um, well, last summer in the past year, I've probably put on 15 pounds of muscle. Um, so that was, I think I put on 15 pounds of fat. <laughs> <laughs> so last summer I lived in the weight room um, and I tried to be in the best shape I could be. Um I mean, with no games and no practices because of COVID, it you kind of lose that game shape. So you gotta mm. you gotta be um, doing your cardio, doing everything, and going as hard as you can when you do work out, so that Absolutely. when when the season comes, you're in shape and you're <laughs> not sucking wind. I go up a flight of stairs now and I'm sucking wind. <laughs> um, so you know, with COVID and with COVID and stuff going on, is is there you know is there fans in the arenas with you guys? Um, so our conference at first, the first three weeks of the season, there was no fans. Um, but then the conference ruled that 25% are allowed to come, but our school, our president, um, didn't, didn't approve that. So just it kind of depends by the school. Does it, um, have fans, is, does, does it feel awkward or maybe, you know, maybe talk, maybe, you know, like what do your teammates think about not having fans? I feel like it would just kind of be awkward you know, to play at, you know, going from a level and playing, you know, with like Marshall where you have fans, you know, pre-COVID and now you're just kind of showing up to play basketball. There's, there's no one else really there to watch you or, um, I mean, almost like, it's, almost it's like kind of like open gym. It's like, it's yeah, like yeah, it's like a pickup right game. Yeah. 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 You got to be self-motivated. You walk in the gym, nobody there, no fans, um, just quiet gym, really and you're just yeah. playing so it's it's a little tougher i'd say but um you got once yeah. the game starts you kind of you kind of you, you kind of like tune out the the fact that there's no noise and mm. you're just there playing basketball yeah. at point. <laughs> playing basketball and there's probably going to be a lot of guys that you know peak without fans being there because yeah. they're not under so much pressure you know right. what i'm saying some guys um they thrive when there's um a lot of fans but some guys um, get pressure. So I guess it just depends on. You might have somebody um, coming the off player. the bench that plays their best, plays their best basketball when there's nobody in the stands. Yeah. Against somebody that, you know, 
the starting small forward who scores 30 points a game with 30,000 people in the stands. It, <laughs> I mean, it's just different for everybody, I guess. It is. It really is. Um, Robbie, how, how do you like playing with no fans? Um, I don't like it, but um, <laughs> I'm just happy to be playing right now, though. So yeah, I know yeah, that's awesome. um, a lot of even junior colleges, um, D3s, um, have canceled their seasons. Even the Ivy League canceled their season. So, so just to be playing has, right now, has, has COVID has it actually like affected your season to the point where you guys haven't played games? Um, or in the fall, we our team had a breakout, um, so we shut down for about ten days, um, which is actually better, I guess, that it happened in the fall um, rather because our season hadn't started yet, but. Right, right. Um, so far, um, there hasn't been anything. Yeah, I can I can tell you, Robert's one, one of those people that wants to hit that step back three with six seconds to go to take the lead, get the fans going. <laughs> yeah, I, I can. I know you're you, you're one of them people that um, wants to get the crowd involved. You know, you, you feed off that energy. Yeah, and there's a lot of guys like you, man, um, that are like that in that fashion. And you know, I I, I can say right now, I would miss the fans. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would. Especially, you know, come playoff time for these high school kids in West Virginia um, when the fans are are the biggest part and um, having nobody there. I mean, honestly, the Civic Center difference. used to be packed <laughs> for these playoff games. Mm-hmm. Well, they're packed when Charles – they would be packed when Charleston Catholic would be there, man. They wouldn't want to see Charleston Catholic. Play. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they're used to, you know, every, everybody, like, piling into the Civic Center. Yeah. And then COVID hits and – all of a sudden, there's not a tournament at all, or they're pushing it back until March. This is crazy. They, they I mean, they're pushing the actual season back until March. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely crazy to me. Well, and I, I tell you what, you know, talking about this energy that the fans bring, uh, especially in West Virginia, um, you know, West Virginia's got, you know, it's a small state. You got a lot of backwoods kind of communities way out in the countryside. I mean, they don't, they don't have, you know, a town to just go to and, you know, spend their time. I mean, I always felt, you know, playing, you know, through, through middle school, high school, soccer, whatever you're playing is that, uh, you know, West Virginia is one of those states that always brings a lot of energy uh, to those, to any sports games, uh, you know, especially supporting high schools and stuff like that, uh, middle school, whatever level you're at in West Virginia, um, just because there's there's not much else to do otherwise. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you definitely, I feel like, you know, like, you know, if everyone's played a tournament, you know, outside of the state, you, like West Virginia, you go a lot to Virginia, you go up to Pennsylvania. And I felt like the, just the, the energy in different states is, uh, it's, it's not the same. I mean, they still get excited, but like, like West Virginia has very deep, passionate fans. And uh, I mean, I could, I mean, it just, it's just like, it'd just be super awkward, I think, to play and not have fans in the stadium. But, uh, uh, and that's really not even just basketball. That's any sport, any high, any high school sport. Yeah. Well, it even goes to college, I guess. People are really compassionate about Marshall and WVU. Um, West Virginia just really love their sports <laughs> yeah, because there is no professional teams. There's yeah. not. All right. There's not. And, and, Robbie, I know uh, we, we haven't touched on your Marshall past. Um, you know, so how was that? How was – what was that experience like playing for Coach D'Antoni um, in Huntington? Um, it was awesome. Um, 
it was definitely a big change um, going from starting the last three years of high school, kind of being the main guy, and then going to Marshall, redshirting. Um, when I got there, when I got to campus in June, I, I was in a cast at a broken wrist, so I couldn't even get, get straight to work or anything, so which kind of sucked. And then, um, you know, during the season, um, not dressed, not playing in games, um, just practicing every day, trying to get better. But definitely a good experience. Learned a lot, and, you know, playing Marshall's against great players athlete, every day. An athletic team, man. Um, you know, noticing back in the past, West Virginia's played them in the tournament. They've always been tough at guard. Well, Tony's always used, got a good offensive team. They used to play West Virginia in regular season yeah. every year. Yeah, yeah. I and wish they, they still did. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, so, so Robbie, you're you're a Charleston, West Virginia native. We, I know we've touched on that. Um, in, some, in southern West Virginia, um, there's a lot of, you know, rural communities, small town communities, but there's a lot of kids that are really talented, you know, like yourself. Um, so what would your advice to be to those small town kids that are really trying to make it to the next level in sports? Um, you know, all you can do is just keep working. You might think, um, you know, it's not going to work out for you. No, you're not hearing from – say you want to play in college, you might not be hearing from anybody. But if you can play, they'll find you. So I would just say always keep working, um, you know, to help yourself, maybe make yourself some highlight videos, reach out to coaches because you never know. Um, just do whatever you can. So as far as far as all about hard work stuff, though. did you like did you post a lot of stuff on huddle or did you put it on YouTube or um, what, what was your what was your the key in, in you getting noticed? Um, well, AAU was a big um, factor playing in the summer um, in front of college coaches. So, um, but video wise, you know, you make a YouTube video, um, put it on Twitter. So every coach on, in the country is on Twitter. So right. you kind of today, I guess you kind of get a better chance to market yourself because of Twitter and, and YouTube like, and all the social you know, media. Like you said, Robbie, we got, we got social media now. I think social media is like a really good outlet to try to get noticed now. Mm -hmm. um, you can come in contact with these coaches that are on there um, by dropping your email in, in the comments or dropping your film in the comments. You know, that that's that's a good alternative for these people that are really trying to get noticed and um, you don't, don't play really, in these big communities. You don't really so much have to rely on coaches coming, like actually physically showing up to your games. Yeah. Well, because and, of social media. And, uh, you know, I would say that, I mean, just using all that social media to reach out. I mean, it probably even helps, you know, the, the people that um, I would say can't afford to play in all the extra leagues and stuff like that. Those who just don't have access to uh, those leagues um, uh, or, you know, maybe, maybe they don't have access to a full gym or something, you know, somewhere where you're just not going to get noticed unless you have that social media outreach. Definitely good in that aspect. But and and as far as getting better, you know, and working on your craft, I know, Robbie, you probably went to a lot of open gyms in Charleston, you know, where there's a lot of good ball players mm -hmm. um, that are there. And, and not only does that help you out, that, you know, you, you never know who, who they have connections with right. or who's watching you. You don't know who's watching you. Exactly. Um, so, and that's great. You know, so don't, don't ever be afraid to, you know, shy away from a challenge or play better competition. And I think playing better competition always helps out in the long run. Mm -hmm. So – Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Robbie, uh, I got one question for you, brother. Mm -hmm. 
Well, really two, but it's two different topics. The first one, um, I know you play collegiate basketball. Outside of the team that you currently play for, who who do you look to win the tournament come March? Um, I don't know. Gonzaga looks pretty good. Um, yeah. Growing up, I was always a North Carolina fan. Um, that was kind of my team. But once I got once I got like um, to college, I guess I didn't really have a favorite team anymore. Um, yeah. You're wor- more worried about yourself. You're worried yeah. about your team. <laughs> you got you got to worry about your own team, I guess. But um, I don't know. I think this year it could be anybody with no fans with. Um, with everything that's going on this but year. You even got teams Anybody like Michigan and Ohio, Ohio State that are like projected number one speed number one seeds. Um I think Ohio State's a little overrated, but Michigan I definitely could see pulling out and and putting some numbers up in the in the tournament. Um and there's a lot chance did y'all notice that that North Carolina beat Florida State today? I didn't see an eleven ranked team. I mean, it just recently happened, but North Carolina <laughs> struggled all year. But uh, but to go to go off of that, I mean, and what Robbie's saying that anyone could win it. I, I mean, there have been a lot of teams who have. Uh, well, I mean, you get you get goofy kind of with the COVID um, or trying to battle COVID. Some well, teams have kind and, of had major issues with it. And COVID aside, honestly, in the in basketball and football, honestly, not really baseball, but basketball and football. Anybody can win on any given day. That's why they Absolutely. play the games. Absolutely. And, and you guys see where Kay Cunningham, man, went off yeah. today against Oklahoma. Absolutely. At 40 <laughs> points. Yeah. 40, it's hard to score 40 points in a 40-minute ball game, you know. Yeah. Uh, the game went to overtime, but still. Especially, you know, just, especially in a college guard. game. He's, I think he's going to be the number one overall pick uh, for sure. 6'8". Like playing the point guard's position. So, Robbie, have you guys played any, like – guys that are like six eight playing the point um i know that's extra common now yeah um even at marshall most of the guards are six seven on our that we're on our team you know at least six five six seven um they they start right now guys that are six nine spotting up on the wing that are shooters um and i think that's you see more and more of it um coaches love big big guards you see Lamelo ball ben simmons both point guards are both what six seven and six ten i think yeah, right so right yeah ben six ten so, he's so point guard so as far as like your six five six seven guards how often do you see seven footers in the post um every once in a while there'll be a seven footer in there you know but you know at least a six ten guy you know right so it's harder to get to the basket you gotta be you gotta uh be careful it probably is different at the JUCO level, you know. Get your, probably, get your shot sent into yeah. the third row out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want you don't want that. Oh my God, Robbie! Ain't getting, <laughs> Robbie Robbie's not against him, man. He's, he's what they nice. feed you, dog? <laughs> so, so back to you know we're talking D one, um, you know even D two, you know. Um, so I think you're averaging like 15 points a game, if I'm correct. You averaging like 15? Yeah, somewhere points? around there, maybe. Um, 13 or so 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 with that you know and your other stats man you, you're getting any offers right now um so in the fall um i was hearing from a lot of different schools d1 d2 um 
And then they announced, then said, announced that um, everybody can come back if they want to. So coaches um, kind of backed off a little bit because they didn't know who would come back, who's uh, who they got, who they're going to need to come in. Um, and since our season started, though, it's kind of picked back up. Um, I don't have any offers yet right now, but um, hopefully they'll come here soon, um, especially once uh, D1 and D2 seasons are over. Right. Um, and we'll see who's coming so, back. So, sure so do you everything. get another so, year at Coastal? Um, I could if I want if I want to. I haven't decided yet, so we'll see. Okay. After this yeah, year, yeah. I'll still have four years left because I redshirted last year. And this year is a free year. So I'll have four years left so, again. So. so are you looking to one and done at Coastal or do you do you want to stay another year? Um, that was the plan to come here for a year um, before I knew, you know, you get a year back and everything. But right, right. Um, I haven't ruled anything yeah. out. So we'll and, just see what happens. You know, getting exposed, it's like being in high school again. You know, once you go to the JUCO level because you're trying to get exposed, you're trying to get coaches to watch your film. And the ultimate goal, I know for your on your sake, you're trying to go D one. You've been D one. You know you got skill, um, and and that would be the ultimate goal, I would say. Yeah. You know, but say you don't get a D one scholarship, you know, are you willing to take a back seat and maybe go to a D three school or D two school? Yeah, I mean, um, being around, I've been around D one, been around JUCO. Um, my dad was a D two and an AI coach, so I know that all levels can play, and just because oh, it's yeah. D two or NAIA or whatever um, doesn't mean they can't play. It's still great competition. And there's a lot of big time players that are in lower levels that just don't get, don't get the opportunity. So let me just tell you this, Bob Williams had some league level players. Honestly. And we've seen it firsthand. Robbie, you've seen it firsthand. Um, Sure. Your dad brought in a lot of talent Um, and, and being a kid, you know, at the Little Stars camps that your dad had, man. We had a lot of fun interacting with those players. Um, so, like you said, man, there's always a chance to go pro. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what level you play in, um, there's always a chance for that. Um, and I, I know that's probably your goal. I know, I know that's, uh, that's something that you probably definitely want to do, I would say. Yeah, it's always kind of been my, my dream um, in the long term, but um... – like like I said earlier, if if you can play, they'll find you. It doesn't matter so what level if, or where you're at. Not being a, if you don't become a pro one day, you know what what are you studying right now? Um, my major is business. Um, I really don't know what I want to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> play basketball, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know either. Really He'll be an agent somewhere. Yeah. Be a sports agent. Yeah. So we're we'll talking see. about being agents and, and we talked about, you know, going pro. We talked already talked about the, you know, the March Madness and all that. Who, what's your outlook on the NBA right now? I mean, who do you, who do you who's look to squad? see in the finals? And who's your squad, Robbie? My team's the Warriors. Um, I love Steph Curry, uh, but you may not see them in the finals. <laughs> sure. yeah. Maybe not this year. <laughs> hey, but they're supposed to make the playoffs. So. As you a, never you know, know, man. Don't count, don't count them out. Yeah. Well, listen, the Jazz are tough right now. They're really good. Really Jazz, good. Jazz, the Jazz right Ooh. now in the West are the team to beat. Spot of Mitchell, man. Martha named Especially with, with, with AD being out with the Lakers. They did the Lakers did just snap a four-game losing streak. So they might be on the come up, but 
it's hard for them to do what they did last year without. They're nowhere near as good without AD. Nowhere near as good without AD, man. Jasmine, Jasmine, putting in some work lately. <laughs> and, and Robbie, who's the best player in the world in your eyes? Oh God, I guess <laughs> I, I gotta say LeBron. I guess LeBron. I agree. Uh, <laughs> You go. Uh, these guys, man, they don't, they, don't, they don't know, man. They don't know, Robbie. <laughs> KD, KD's right KD, there. Listen, um, did you hear what happened once, to KD? I did not. Uh-uh. With his with his injury, he got removed from the All Star team. Oh, oh wow. yeah, yeah. Sabonis steps in. Oh yeah, okay. And it, and they said with his with his injury, he'll be out for like another two to three weeks, so he won't be like it'll go through the All Star break, so he won't be able to play. Wow. Yeah. And, and I think one of the biggest snubs, man, was Trey Young. How does Trey Young not make the All Star game? Yeah. He's been balling for the Hawks, bro. He's such a stud. And, and honestly, in my eyes, he's all the Hawks really have. He's Steph Curry part two, man. He's yeah, he's takes guys off the dribble. He's got a lot, you know, Rob. You got a lot of bit of that game in you too, because you know you like to take guys off the dribble, um, even though you're not the biggest guy in the world. You're not the you don't you're not the tallest guy in the world. Um, but you're able to get to the rim. You, you got a heck of a jump shot on you. Got that jumper. Yeah, that jumper. <laughs> being so, a yeah, being a smaller guard, you got to be able to do. You got to be better at things than the bigger guys are because yeah. you're already at a disadvantage. I'm five ten, so you got to be able to shoot the lights out. You got to be quick and yeah, you got to yeah, be able to I handle was, the ball. I was. I don't want to cut you off there, Nate. I was oh, literally, just... you know, Nate, Matt. Uh, we're always talking throughout the week, you know, we're trying to figure out our topics and stuff like that. I mean, we've just been super excited to have you on and I, I talking of being a quicker kind of forward, you know, I was literally on the phone with Matt uh, a couple days ago, uh, just trying to process some stuff with him. And I was, it was the day that Nate had sent us all your highlight, your highlight video. And I was like, man, dude, this kid's, this kid's got like a killer, like step back three Impressive. and and he's quick enough and and can really combo that uh you know he, he he'll drive in and then just dump it off uh you know to a guy that's got a better shot or something or you know you, you never really, it didn't really seem like you ever knew what you were gonna get out of you you, you know you could have just pulled right back and shot the three or you drive or tricks out of the hat man listen <laughs> i literally watched, i watched more game film this past week than I have watched since my senior year of high school. <laughs> we did. We studied you a little bit, man. We were, we were just like, I can't believe how much. Like I said, you've always been a good ball player, man. Um, and I've always respected you on that, that on that side of things because you've always put the work in, and, and it's never when I noticed. But man, you just you're. It's like you're a different ball player since the last time I competed against you. Um, just by watching your film, man. You you're you're an elite player. Um, I don't think that, any man. coach would be lucky to have you, man, um, for sure. Appreciate that. Um, and, and like I said, you know, having your dad, your pops, you know, teaching you at a young age what it takes to get to that level is always important. Um, so, absolutely. Sure. Well, man, um, it's been an honor, absolute honor. We appreciate you taking on. your time with us. Man. Oh yeah, it was awesome. anytime. It was awesome. Thanks, thanks for taking thanks for taking time out of your day to be here with us. And honestly, brother, you are welcome on this podcast yeah. anytime. Next time we'll have you on. We'll just talk sports, prayer. You won't do as much of an interview with you. We just I'm want good. to get to know you for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so thank you for uh, being here with us. Um, this has been episode seven, uh, Chumpy Sports Talk. We will see you guys next week.